Welcome to the Proudly Imperfect podcast with your host, me, Courtney Wallbank, aka the Grow and Glow Coach, bringing you realness you can relate to, real conversations, real people, and I'm sure there'll be real fuck ups along the way. This is about accepting yourself for the hot, steamy mess you are and embracing your incredible imperfections. Subscribe if you love it, and I hope you like today's episode. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the show. As always, so, so grateful for choosing me and being here. Today is actually a really special episode because I met today's guest right at the start of my coaching journey. I'm pretty sure at the start of her coaching journey as well, when I when we first received our coaching qualifications. So we basically crossed paths due to our vision being similar, our vision to becoming coaches. And it's honestly been so, so incredible to watch her grow over the past. Is it, has it been two years since? Two years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah literally yeah. two years around yeah. now. Much now. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Yeah. And honestly, she's such an inspiration. I'm so excited to get stuck in with this chat. So please, please welcome the wonderful mindset coach and event facilitator and retreat facilitator, Renee Egan. Hello. Hello, hello. And I oh know I can't believe it's two years now looking at the date. I'm like, it's pretty close to two years when yeah. we got our accreditation. And yeah. likewise, thank you for that beautiful introduction. And it has been so inspiring watching your journey as well. Like, you know, very similar journeys, but, yeah. you know, it's just been inspiring. Like I love checking in with your content and now your mm-hmm. podcast and everything, you know, the retreats and all of that. And yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's incredible to think, you know, our paths crossing those two years ago and like to where we are today. Yeah. It's just exciting. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like I actually didn't realize it had been two years up until I just said that then. And I think it was literally, cause I know I started the accredit- I started the accreditation in September and it was for three months on it. So September, October, November, we would have just been finishing up. Yeah. Yeah. I think you were, I think you finished up at, yeah, maybe around about, we were pretty close. I don't know if it was like a couple of weeks before, maybe you um, finished before me, but yeah, it was pretty close. Yeah. November, December. I feel like December for me, maybe it was like just one week into December. Yeah. 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 Crazy. So I always (laughs) like to start things with how. How did you get to where you are right now? Like what inspired you to go and get that coaching qualification? Was it through your own kind of pain point? Did you always know you wanted to do something like this? Let me hear your story from the beginning. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from the beginning, um, I think it was that pain point. Um, for me, I didn't know anything about coaching. Like I'd heard of Tony Robbins, you know, and um, <laughs> but I didn't, yeah. <laughs> Did have a clue. But I was like, I didn't didn't know he was a coach. Like I knew he'd done inspirational, motivational stuff. And so, no, it wasn't always something that I wanted to do. Um, I'm a qualified accountant. So when I tell people now that I'm a mindset coach, they're like, whoa, that's like (laughs) so different to accounting and numbers. And so, yeah, um, I guess for me it was that pain point uh, for myself back in 2020 uh, when I separated um, from my partner of 15 years and then we started co-parenting our son who was only two um, back then. So that was 
that was my pain point and I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know how to cope with it. And so um, for me, it was like alcohol and Netflix and like alcohol to the point where it got to the point where I was like, what am I doing with my life? Like I didn't know how to process those emotions and how to deal with everything that was going on. Um, And so I spent basically the whole of 2020, like just when I didn't have my son, even when I did have my son, it became a habit of just drinking like, and it was like excessive amounts of drinking. Um, And uh, yeah, me and my um, ex-partner, we tried to make it work again and then it just didn't. And so in 2021, the start of 2021, I was like, can't do this again. Like, like something has to change. Like just this, this isn't working for me. Like I look down, it's kind of like that fork in the road, right? You know, you look down to see like, if I keep doing this, like, where, where am I going to be? Um, yeah. And then you're like, well, I don't want that. What do I want? And that was basically the start of like me going on my, um, personal development growth and kind of figuring out what I actually want. Because, you know, when so much is, um, it felt like at the time so much was taken away from me. Now I know that it, you know, made room for so much more. Yeah. Um, but at that time I was like, I felt so lost and in so much was taken away from me and, and I didn't know how to kind of like move past that. But I was like, something's just got to change. So, yeah, that was the point, 2021, and I started by buying lots of online courses that I some most of them I didn't complete because I was like <laughs> this that and the other and yeah I found um the coaching masters who we done our accreditation through and I started listening to the podcast and straight up that um one of the episodes on NLP um how reframing saved my life I think that one was like I was like wow yeah well, this like that one really hit and I'm like this is what I want to do um but I went through the whole imposter syndrome. So it took me until September. So I think I found them maybe in like February or March. It took me till right. September okay. to, the... to, to actually go, no, this is the thing after like a few other courses that I tried and didn't really do much. Like I started and then stopped kind of thing. So, yeah. And do you remember that point where you was like, do you remember it clearly, clearly where he was like, something's got to change. Like, I'm done with feeling like this. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. I remember it. It, it was pretty, it was pretty much um, when uh, my ex-partner said, you know, like, this isn't working for me. Like, I'm going to leave again. Like, it was that. And I was like, yeah. that again, I'm like, that, that point. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm like I li- I, ca- I can't do it. I can't do it again. Like I can't yeah. go through that doing the same thing. Like because th- all that pain and that hurt and everything came up again, right? Yeah, like, all the emotions. But I'm like, I feel- I felt like I wasn't going to survive if I kept doing the same thing that I was doing. Like that's that was the point when I was like, this has to change. And how did you get through the imposter syndrome of you know when you you was obviously feeling the feeling and feeling that little nudge towards doing getting involved with the coaching masters and getting involved with coaching in general, how did you finally come to the decision to be like, nah, I'm going to go for it. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, I think just starting to do the work and then from the coaching accreditation, because like, honestly, I believe that like, even if you weren't to start a coaching um, like business and work with clients, just doing the coaching accreditation for your own personal development is like, like, you know, life changing. Like it's life changing. It is. Um, 
but back to your question, the imposter syndrome, it was like starting to do the work. So yeah. just like listening to podcasts, um, you know, doing the affirmations, doing um, like mirror talk, just like simple, small steps. Um, and even though I guess, you know, the I think it was maybe two courses that I started. One of them was... Um, uh, like an online course creator course, but doing those, they had mindset work in them at the start right. of it, right? So I started okay. it. So it was like, you know, it was building on like setting goals, like, you know, what do you want to do? Like all of that kind of stuff, it was building on it. Um, and yeah, so that whole time it was kind of like building on that belief within myself and just knowing. Uh, and then, yeah, I just decided to do it. <laughs> Yeah. I think that's it though. That's one of the yeah. main things, isn't it? It's like, and I'm going to touch on um, like shifting your beliefs in a minute with you, but I think mm. one of the key things is if you are experiencing any thought that's stopping you from doing something that you want to do, it's like you have to lean into that fear because that is the yeah. only way when you come out the other side and you get that feeling of, oh, fuck, I've actually done that. Something that I yeah. didn't think I was able to do at one point, that's, the, that's the the catalyst in it that's the moment where you're like oh I'm onto something here yeah. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. have to listen to these thoughts like oh yeah, I, right. yeah. this is exciting yeah. <laughs> absolutely just do it like just just do it and and that's the part I guess it's that fear that comes up which mm. stops a lot of people um but but once you like move through that and um you know get over that doubt and I guess probably like building yourself up as well like it's 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 a it's a few different things like you know building up your worth building up your belief within yourself uh and like I said those small simple steps like made such a difference like mm -hmm. just you know the affirmations up but you know we we do go a lot deeper yeah. um to like do the rewiring and everything but at the start it was those small simple steps that helped me to like kind of get move through that and you talk about inner freedom so I want to know what your take on that is like what does inner freedom mean to you what's your definition of that inner freedom yeah uh oh. <laughs> and then, for me um it's just knowing that you have the choice um it's like being free of I guess the fear you know it's always going to come up but knowing that you have that choice like to me um that's what that freedom is knowing that you have the choice in terms of like how you respond um in terms of being able to feel your emotions uh and just like letting go of like judgment like yeah. judgment and or, um the opinions of other people so having that freedom within yourself um to pretty much like whatever <laughs> the yeah. judgment that you know and even um like your own inner critics you know, like being free of her because she's going to come up. She is going to yeah. come up, but just knowing you have that choice to go, okay, cool. And then, you know, choose something else. Um, it's just like letting go of what's no longer serving you um, and just feeling more free to be who you are to come back to who you are love that yeah love yeah that. I, I yeah I think we're very similar in terms of when we talk about like freedom from fear because like my my huge thing is like people don't have a problem with fear or anxiety they have a problem with the understanding they have of fear and anxiety so the freedom mm. from that when we talk about freedom from fear and anxiety it's not that you're 
it's not the elimination of those things. It's the understanding of it and knowing that you can still, sometimes, yeah, you're going to feel anxious, but not, it doesn't control your life. It doesn't mm. control your actions and you know how to kind of shift it, not get rid Absolutely. of it, shift it. But yeah, yeah, I love the idea of like inner freedom because I don't know about, well, you, you're probably the same. Like I felt trapped for so long by my thoughts by my emotions and I think it comes down to the freedom of knowing that you're actually in the driver's seat like you don't Mm. have to be lost in the noise 24 7 and don't get me wrong when you're tired when you've been slacking on your habits like you might fall back into feeling a little bit trapped but I think the beauty is knowing that you're not actually trapped and that you've got the power to fucking shift and change you know yeah 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 absolutely yeah yeah and and I guess um having that freedom you know the ability to move through those things is is like the fear you know right that's one thing for me the emotions is probably like that was a big thing for me because Mm. I guess um growing up you know we're not really taught how to deal with our emotions why don't you think we are why don't you think uh I think it should be taught in schools, to be mm. honest. Um, why don't I, what, uh, because our parents weren't like, you know, yeah. and so it's our parents done the best with what they knew and the resources that they have. And, and I a hundred percent believe that. And I know that, um, you know, for some parents like that guilt, like eats them up inside. And for me be- being a mom, um, I, I know that I'm doing the best that I can. Do, do, do I get a little bit of guilt sometimes? Yes, of course. Does, um, you know, my son maybe in the future, yeah, he's probably going to need therapy for something like I don't know what it is like you know I'll pay for it but uh, (laughs) it's like I'm sure there is you know um there's there's things you know that I haven't done um but I am doing and I have done the best that I can with what I know um so yeah the question why why don't I think we were taught them I think it's because as a society as whole it's not knowledge that we had before so hmm I also think I'm a bit of a, not a comp- conspiracist when it, is that the right word? Conspiracist? I don't mm. know if that's a word, but yeah. we roll with it. You know what I mean? I'm a, <laughs> I'm a bit of one of them when it comes to this, because I, yeah. I like always bang on about the fact that it's not taught because it's still not really taught in schools, even now when we know the importance of it. And I am convinced it's because they know that if people understood the power that they held society as we know it would fucking crumble like if everyone had this skill to a t if we were taught this when we were younger and especially in our most kind of not spongiest but you know what i mean like most absorbing years yeah 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 yeah, yeah. when we're kids if we're taught Mm. this stuff then like just imagine the power that every that everyone like society would crumble. There wouldn't be no power, like men in power. There wouldn't be no not even men, but just you know what I mean. There'd be no hierarchy, yeah. kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah. I, I like that. I love to lean into a good co- yeah. conspiracy theory. <laughs> 
and I go the next level. It's like it's because um, I, I, you know, I guess it's this whole conversation about healing and about all yeah. this. If they actually, if you actually had the tools and that, they wouldn't make as much money. Like I guess in society, you know, it's like yes. here's the band aid to fix it. Like where, and then it's like we need these workers. You know, you yeah. can go down a whole track. Of, but oh I'm, my god, like, yeah, yeah. Especially with medication, like obviously, I'm, yeah. we're not going to go too much down the yeah, hole. But no. it is like you've got to think about how much money anxiety and depression is making like yeah. when you put yeah. it like that why on earth would they teach this stuff in school yeah exactly I know and you could go you the same I mean? thing like around the bit yeah exactly around like the business and the entrepreneurial skills and mm. you know like why is it you know obviously when you get a, you know a bit high school but like you know just even yeah just stuff Man. that can really change like your life um even just as simple as like what do you want and yeah. I guess yeah I, like like what do you want like that's the thing that a lot of people don't know what they want it's like not what you don't want it's like what do you want like and um I I've kind of with my son um just to share a little story is that like he he definitely knows what he wants <laughs> even my sister my sister was like um you know what does what's car need for um Christmas and I was like need nothing want a lot <laughs> And so it's like this balance of like, you know, being grateful. And I know he is grateful, but he he's like, well, I want this, I want this, I want this. And I'm like, that's actually a good thing to know what you want, right? Yeah. And it, it is a good thing. So kind of just like leaning into that. But yeah, got off track there a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Why do you think so many so many women feel trapped? So why do you think so many women unable to achieve that freedom well no I don't even want to say that because they are able to achieve it don't think they're able to achieve it um I guess what comes up straight away is that uh they don't know any different to okay. yeah. what, what they're experiencing um there, oh, there's like there's so there's so many reasons like I feel like that's a you know uh, but I guess um in terms of like how you've grown up, the beliefs that you form, uh, and just not knowing that there's another option. Mm. Um, but I mean, in terms of actual specific things about why they feel trapped, is that like kind of what you're asking about? Like, I was asking just in yeah. general, your viewpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think for me, I guess anyway, it's that I didn't know any different. Yeah. Like it didn't, I didn't like know any different. You're unconscious of it, aren't you? So you just think that that's, I, I know for a long time with me, it was like, oh, well, so many other people feel like this. It's just normal. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, especially yeah. with the anxiety. It was like, oh, well, just some people are anxious and that's it. That's so I just have to deal with it. That's who I am kind of thing. Yeah. I think that's what it is. A lot of, a lot of women believe that that's who they are. Like, yeah. that there's, 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 like you say, there's no different option. You, yeah. you're born the way you are that's how you are you gotta live with it kind of thing yeah 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 so you get stuck in that like identity of it like I mm. am this and yeah. yeah it's yeah so definitely that that traps you because if you hold that belief like well then nothing else nothing is going to be different right mm. and until you start I guess opening up and exploring it creating that awareness and and just digging deep which is why like you know journaling asking the questions all of these things like help you go those those 
deeper levels to yeah. understand it more. And then, you know, I guess with the the limiting beliefs and, you know, rewiring the subconscious mind, because we form these patterns over time. And I know for myself for so long, I was like, oh, I'm not a confident person. Like, yeah, I'm shy. I am shy. Like, I'm shy. I'm shy. Like, and that was reinforced for so long. And now people say to me, you're like, oh, you're so confident. I couldn't get up and, you know, talk on a podcast or do a live or I couldn't, you know, talk to the video, like so many. And, um, but, but that's the thing you can, you can, (laughs) you can. I was just about to say, anyone listen to this, if you think that you're just like, that's just the way it is and you are born the way you are like it, it's just it's bullshit yeah <laughs> total bullshit. it's just not true <laughs> like you are able to be and that's that's another part of the freedom isn't it it's like you get to choose yes you can choose in the next 10 seconds that you want to be someone different and and it's not as easy as that don't get me wrong but in a way it yeah. is it like, is you choose yeah. it like you chose it that day when you was like okay this isn't do you know what i mean i need to do something different i chose it yeah. i remember I remember specifically as well the day I was like, nah, something's got to change. So it doesn't seem that easy, but it, it actually is. It is, yeah. Like the yeah. decision is easy. The little bits that come afterwards can be a bit challenging, obviously. Like it's a whole yeah. journey that never ends, which is exciting as fuck. But the actual choice when it comes down to it, if you choose it, is an easy choice. When I look it back, is. it's the easiest easiest choice I've ever made but also hard as fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> doing the actual work yeah, yeah but that choice, choice that decision, you're like yeah done <laughs> I'm choosing to be xyz and you know like you said in in 10 seconds you could choose to be whoever you want to be yeah yeah and and, and that's make exciting that decision. as well yeah. oh exciting as fuck yeah <laughs> um what is the I'm really intrigued because like, I want to get into how people can start to to actually do that how people can actually start to change the beliefs that they hold obviously the first step is discovering that you even have this belief but what yeah. I want to know what's the biggest belief that you've broke about yourself and how did the old belief manifest like what behaviors did you have previously due to the the old belief uh mm, interesting I'm gonna go with the what, the example that I just used then yeah. about like I'm shy or I'm not okay. a confident person like yeah. because that that's a pretty big one to break and there's <laughs> there's so many different layers to it yeah uh but I think you know that the, the awareness is key right is like doing the work to discover w- what is a, the limiting belief that you're holding on to and like I'm not a confident person um and then so I guess after that is like finding the evidence of why you are a confident person. Like, so, How so did for, you looking discover for the... that that was the belief? Was that something that you actually used to say to yourself? How did you just, yeah. all right, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something that I used to used to think and say to myself. Okay. Uh, so it wasn't one that I, I really had to create that much awareness around. Yeah. I know there are some that you have to dig mm. dig, dig a bit deeper um, <laughs> to get to those. But uh, that, yeah, that this one, one was, was like strong and loud. Yeah, strong. Well, yeah. Well, it's like repeating that pattern in your mind, yeah. right? You're like, I'm not a confident person. You know, when I go into a room, like I'm a shy person. And uh, that's what I was telling myself, especially starting, you know, the coaching journey, having clients and like social media, like mm. that's a big thing for a lot of people 
people um and you know putting you're putting yourself out there so that was one was straight up that came you know came to me mm-hmm. uh so yeah finding the evidence like finding the evidence of why you are a confident person okay um yeah so that I think that's to break that other belief like you know I'm not a confident person so to start breaking that down it's like well where's the evidence that you are and so I looked back and there was there was there was elements of both so I done like some timeline and like went back to like some some memories and stuff like that like timeline therapy NLP and um yeah, there was there was this one specific uh, memory where I um, had to do a speech um, for school, and I literally said, "Okay, bye, mom." And then I walked around the corner and I stood there until the bus went past, and then I went back and said, "Oh, I missed the bus. I can't go." Oh. And then she's like, no, you're going to school, get in the car. I'm like, I haven't done my speech. I'm not going. I don't want to do it. Um, I haven't written it. And she's like, I'll write you a note, but you're going to do it tomorrow. And then I had to do it the next day. There was, I think there was like a couple of classes. So it was like two days, two days worth of it. But I'm like, that was, a, you know, a memory where, um, like, I guess that fe- that fed into that not confident. And then I searched for other memories where um, I had been confident and I was able to, you know, speak um, in front of people. And um, so I found that evidence to build that up. Um, with the with the belief of I'm shy or I'm not confident in your, like, yeah. adult life, how was that showing up when that belief was embedded? Um. Well, I think, I think for me, it's like not being uh, true to who I am or not saying what I, how I actually feel. Um, and I guess, you know, when I thought about, um, you know, going on social media, going on live, doing all of this stuff, it it, it was, it was that feeling. It was probably a little bit of fear too, but I think they're very much, yeah, (laughs) can come hand in hand. Um, you know, is it the fear or the limiting belief that comes first? You know, it's kind of like probably both uh, at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so then it it felt like it was holding me back because, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm not confident. Like, how could I do this? So then I had to look for that evidence to support why I actually could. Um, and then. I guess once having a look at that evidence, like having a look at the the evidence of I, I actually I have done stuff where I have been confident, mm-hmm. um, and then just starting to do the thing, yeah, to break it, like doing the thing, like taking the action, <laughs> showing taking the action, like showing up and going, okay, well I'm going to do it. It's not going to be perfect, but you know, the more I do it the more confident I'm going to be, um, you know, I'll, I'll feel more confident in what I'm doing. And so it's like doing the action, taking the action. And once you do that, you're like, actually, <laughs> <laughs> actually, maybe I do believe that I am, you know, a confident person. And I guess for me, the confidence as well, like comes back to a little bit of doing work around like um, trusting myself too. Yeah. So doing some more of that healing work around trusting myself. Um yeah so what would you say then so obviously you broke that belief by shaking the foundations of it by gaining the evidence then taking the action can you 
tell me how this new obviously you see yourself as a confident person now obviously how how was that manifest now then what what new action do you take on a daily basis or how has your life changed compared to when you held I'm shy I'm not confident obviously you wasn't making the moves you couldn't get up and speak on camera you couldn't do all those things what how does it affect your life now this new belief yeah yeah, the new belief is like just say yes and do it. Figure it out. Like. <laughs> so it's not even is it not even like a thought now? Is it just like it's you- not a thought that I'm not I don't I don't believe I'm a shy person now. No, not it's not at all. Yeah. Um, like I believe I'm a confident person. And I guess now in the behaviors, it's like I'll just say yes and just figure it out. Just do it. If if it feels in alignment with me, that's pro- that's yeah. probably the thing. Because um, you know, So are you and, confident and that- enough to say no as well? Yes. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. No. <Love> no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it has helped in that as well. Yeah. Um. You know, to hold to hold that, those boundaries, I guess, because before, you know, it was like this whole, yeah, um, shy, anxious, not wanting to speak up, yeah. kind of thing, like speak my truth, and yeah. I love that though, because it just goes like it, it goes to show the power of the like the thoughts that you have, like if you truly believe on a deep level that you are a shy person and it might not be as loud as yours. Like I want people to understand that sometimes these beliefs are very, very creepy, not creepy, sneaker. No, I mean, they can be creepy, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> like they can be very, very sneaky. So you might not consciously think I'm a shy person, but mm. it could be in there somewhere. And you just have to kind of bring like, why am I behaving like this? What do I believe about myself? And then when it comes to light, it's like, well, okay, why is this not true? Why is how can I shake the foundations of th- this narrative that I'm holding towards myself? And then as soon as you start to shake, like gain the evidence, take the action, your life changes because yeah. your 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 actions then change, your behavior changes because you believe this new thing about yourself that's actually yeah. fucking pushing you forward. Yeah. Yeah. Pushing you forward. And then like, you have more belief in yourself. So then like in that belief that you're holding because of the action you're taking and it's just like this upward, upward spiral. So, yeah. I suppose it's, it's like a cycle, isn't it? And you can either be trapped in this cycle of your belief system where Mm -hmm. you aren't, where it's like equal in zero action because you have this belief about yourself that's keeping you stuck. You're not taking any action. It's, feeding these res- lack of results and it's just lack 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 like this cycle of lack yeah. in terms of you mm-hmm. equals zero action equals the life that you probably don't want and yeah. then as soon as you kind of like intercept that cycle and just flip it on its head it's then like <laughs> I love how you said it then it's like this just upward I mean it's never linear but it's all nice. like it's <laughs> on the up because yeah you're always increasing the belief you have in your own potential. So like you reach heights that like, I love to put it this way, right? So I bet when you first started changing this belief of I'm shy, the possibilities that was in your awareness didn't even like this what you're doing right now probably wasn't even in your awareness of what's possible for you and you have exactly (laughs) and I think it's so amazing like that we're sat here now and like the things that we're going to be doing in however many years probably haven't even entered our minds yet because we haven't got to that 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 stage yet we haven't 
broadened our awareness to, to that possibility yet. And the only way to do that is to intercept that little fucking belief cycle. Belief cycle, yeah. Yeah, Love yeah. It. To stop it and then turn it around and spit it yeah. up. And know? it's just, it's, I think it's just limitless, isn't it? From where it, once you start so doing much. that, it's literally limitless. And I think, you know, these kind of words get thrown out so much, don't they? Like limitless being yeah. and, and, and sometimes they lose the power, but it is so true because once you start to take the action, there's no stopping you. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. sometimes you're probably going to have wobbles. Everyone does. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's going to be blocks in that, but it's like it's not a stop. It's like, yeah. a, you know, a roadblock or it's like, you know, a barrier or something. And then, you know, because you've got that belief, you've got that cycle going, like, okay, well, how can I get around this? Or, yeah. you know, maybe this has to happen and, like, just trusting it. And then, like, maybe I need to stop for a little bit and then, like, you know, continue going. But it is that limitless, like, opening up that potential because, honestly, mm. like, I know if if we could actually, like, sit back <laughs> two years ago. I know. <laughs> I swear, and then just like that, like you know, your retreats that you, you know, that you've put, like, was that even a possibility before? And like, I guess in my mind, did I think that I would be um, supporting at retreats, uh, and you know, getting up there and supporting, you know, like a dozen women or or more? Like, no, like talking in front of them, you know, supporting at the in the workshops, and I'm doing a workshop this Monday. Um, around uh, like money mindset and um abundance and I'm like did I think I would be doing that too no way <laughs> it just opens up so much more potential within yourself once you start um you know spinning that belief cycle in in an upwards expansive way <laughs> I think as well it's it's so comforting to know that like how can I put this like you you are not right now aware of all your possibilities so mm. I think it allows you to trust the process because you can't get to stage 12 without first first passing stage five do you know what I mean so I think it's exciting whenever you have those things of like those frustrations of oh my god I'm not where I want to be yet you know that those kind of feelings yep. it's like yeah. yeah but I'm exactly where I need to be right now to get to the next level like yes and then when, when I'm at stage 12 there's going to be a whole other like realm of possibilities there for me oh my god it's so exciting yeah that's <laughs> so freaking exciting but I think that's important to like to to note because like sometimes you don't feel like you are where you want to be mm. but um just just being aware of that just trusting the process and just um knowing that you know everything's happening for you for everyone listening what would you say the first step or the first couple steps is towards creating inner freedom Ooh. Um, good question. <laughs> it's like, I think working out what you want is like the, is the, yeah. is, is the number one step, right? Because you want to create inner freedom, but for, for what, like for what, uh, so working out like what you want, um, I'm going to add to that and just say yeah. as well figuring out who you are right now like in terms of like being fully honest with yourself being um like from a non-judgmental wet like space like what mm. are your strengths and weaknesses what are your values what do you love about yourself what do you not quite like about yourself right now not in a you're a dickhead kind of way but in a let's just be totally honest with ourselves yeah, yeah. I think yeah. to know what you want first you need to know who you are 
Yeah, true. Yeah. Mm. I feel like it's one of those things as well. <laughs> but knowing who you are, like I guess asking those questions, like sitting with that that awareness, like yeah. awareness about anything really yeah. <laughs> is like key, is asking, yeah, definitely asking those questions and then working out what you want. Mm. Um, and then... like just like doing the work like I guess around the 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 limiting beliefs the mindset but the fear like the emotion like there's so many different layers to create that freedom like you know it's not just a a three-step process Mm. um it's it's like you said it's an ongoing journey but um yeah working out who you are and where you want to be who you want to be um is like is key to then I guess coming back to yourself and coming more in alignment with who you are uh, and, yeah, it's just an ongoing journey, honestly. I think. But an exciting one. Oh, my God, yeah. I think what <laughs> you said about um, getting really clear on what you want being the first step is so important, though, because when you then set out towards creating what you want by changing your beliefs, managing your emotions, all of those things. Like when you are going through the difficult times, which you will on this journey, if you have what you want so clear in your mind, it's going to allow you to keep going. It's going to allow you to pick you up on those days because you've got it so clear and you're like, well, that's what I want. I know I deserve it. So Mm. no matter what, I'm going to get up and keep going until I get there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I know you've been doing a lot of work with retreats at the moment and I obviously it's similar in that sense because I love them. So definitely wanted to speak about them. Um, how are you finding it, first of all, like in-person events and, and stuff? Like how how do you how do you feel about them? I love them. Um it oh there, there's some I was thinking about it actually only like just this week about a couple. I was actually speaking to um someone about like these moments at the retreats and I'm sure you've experienced them where it's just such a like shift within um like the women um that you experience it just feels like so fulfilling and like so rewarding and just honestly like magical like it's just like how how can this be possible um (laughs) yeah so I I love doing the in-person events uh it's actually yeah, something that I'm going to be focusing more on, like doing more workshops. And um, I'll definitely be supporting at the Enlightened Co retreats uh, next year. Um, and yeah, I've supported at three this year. Oh, nice. <sighs> and it's just, yeah, it's amazing. I also hold like free um, through the Enlightened Co, um, free monthly events for women um, in my local area down here. I love that. And uh, yeah, they've just been the same. Like they've just been, like so expansive, but then also like you just get like little messages of, you know, gratitude and and, and sh- like how people have shifted. And I've had this a big one like this week from um, last month's Soulful Sessions and, um, yeah, this lady that has just completely shifted, um, I guess, who she wants to be and how she's showing up and, yeah, it's just so fulfilling and so like rewarding to be a part of them why it does hit different in-person events why do you think in-person connection in terms of doing this work is so powerful Ooh, um and what do you I think mean, the most know... powerful thing is about them as well what do you think like what do you think's the most like 
Um, I mean, online is, so I know online is pretty powerful. Like I've done, I guess, just to use an example, like I've done um, Reiki, like, yeah. you know, energy yeah. healing. Um, I've had a session online and, um, you know, with my coach who um, she's done Reiki session on me and um, it's, it's just as powerful. You can feel it. There's something about being in person and having that connection and, uh, and I think you asked what's so powerful about them. It's like, I love the explanation of it's like decades of therapy in like days yeah. Uh, because you're in such a, in an amazing like container, uh, you know, with other women who all have, you know, different intentions, but all come together, you know, like as a collective um, to, you know, whether it's healing or, you know, um, stepping into who they want to be, letting go of those limiting beliefs, um, they're all there for a similar reason um and just the energy that's created in that is so powerful and so if you do you know so a two-day retreat that's like how many hours where you'd yeah. have to go to whatever you know therapy one hour a month or whatever whatever it is um and just the different techniques that are like available other than like talk therapy right the different things that you can go through and um oh so many different amazing modalities that <laughs> modalities I don't know that word I've never I'm like modalities <laughs> I'd rather use techniques tools, tools <laughs> but there there are there's so many beautiful things out there that you can experience and yeah I think that's what's most powerful about it is like being in that container um and having that like collective kind of energy going into those spaces yeah I could not agree more like and I think as well, especially here in Sydney, like I'm hearing such a narrative of people are going out with their friends or women are going out with their friends and not actually feeling connected because they're just going out and, and drinking or they're just going out and, you know, or they're not like having, they're not feeling connected within their social mm -hmm. group. So when they come yeah. to these spaces, like I've had, had so many women say, like, I feel closer to these women than I have done friends that I've known for years and that is that to me when someone can come into a group with someone who they hardly know and feel that connection after obviously everyone's nervous when they first come in within yeah. within an hour it's like they've known each other for years and I think that is just amazing and yeah. when you leave like I remember the first retreat like I um ran in June I remember leaving like the villa and I was in tears because I was just like, oh my God, like this space has been so special over the last two days. Like it just held like you could feel how magic it was inside. And I think yeah. like, I loved what you said about if you was to spend two full days, however many hours that is, like that's that's a couple of months. If you yeah. have if you're having one session every two weeks or once even one session every week, that would be like what? 10 weeks that would be like three months near that's like a whole coaching container in the space of yes it might not be one-on-one -on -one, but it's in some ways one-on-one is powerful as fuck and it's amazing and you get that close capacity but the energy is probably a lot different well not probably the energy is a lot it is different. yeah yeah and I think that in person like I'm the same as you when I get especially when I get back from traveling that's where my heart and soul is going to go into rather than one-on-one. -on -one. Love one-on-one. -on -one. 
absolutely love it. I love being a part of someone's journey in such close capacity, but yeah, I did events in in for uni as well. So I, I and okay. I yeah. yeah, and I've I've been within the events in events industry for years like before I moved out here so when I put those events on it's just like mad little shit like I'll, obviously yeah. I love like holding the space but like setting up the actual like all the logistics of it I'm, I love it <laughs> yeah yeah it's a jam it's a thing it. yeah it is it lights up my fucking soul I love it um yeah okay so we have a closing tradition before we close things off Okay. And it's a rose, a bud, and a thorn, right? Oh, I done this the other day. That's so awesome. I love that. So <laughs> I've never heard of it before then. Oh, okay. So yeah, my I got it off my old coach who I was with at the start of the year. And she did it a bit different, so I'll put a bit on a spin on a spin on it. Okay. To suit yeah. the podcast. So your rose is something that you're really, really happy with. Like it is like perfect 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 you're so happy your bud is something that you're currently working on mm-hmm. and then your thorn is something that screams hot mess something that screams proudly imperfect it's just <laughs> up in the air vibes you're gonna get to it but it's a bit like all over the shop at the minute let's kick things off with the rose all right, all right, the rose. Um, I'd have to say my new space that I've moved into. Mm. Like that is, this is just, oh, it, it's such a good vibe, such a good energy. And uh, yeah, I, I get to walk my son to school. Everything's like 10 minutes. Oh, the beach is well, literally three I'm three doors down from there's two okay. houses and then it's the beach. So, um, and yeah, it's just, just such feel good vibes here. So that's, definitely the rose at the minute love love love, <laughs> yeah. love. what are you yeah. working on what's your build the bud um oh I'm working on a intention goal setting vision creating I'm going to do some NLP timeline um workshop in January love. so nice that's kick, about it. nice way to kick off the year is that in person yeah. or online that's in person. Yeah, I'm going to do it in person. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. So I've run a few of them through um, Soulful Sessions yeah. uh, and um, a, a couple of other ones. But, yeah, so I'm I'm in the process of creating that, which is very exciting. Exciting. Love that yeah. so much. And what is yeah. screaming hot mess? <laughs> um, I would have to say relationship that kind of stuff I'm okay. like hot mess and it's just it's just been parked for now um so because I've been single for yeah it's it's parked again I've been right. single since like I haven't um you know been with anyone or anything since I separated so yeah it's been yeah. like three years and I'm just like I you're working I on you though like, like you'll know I when know. you're ready do you know what I mean you're doing yeah. you for a bit you'll yeah. know when it's time yeah. you'll know when it's ready yeah. you know what yeah. I mean yeah I like so that you parked like- it for a bit I love that yeah <laughs> that's parked now <laughs> I thought I was ready but no we'll park that again and just continue doing continue working on me doing me I think with those things like because obviously it's especially when you get so focused on what you want it is easy mm. to, like not even easy like it's also okay to just be like you know what I'm cool as I am right now I'm focusing on this I'll know when I'm ready for it are you doing that out of fear though or out of Nah, I'm doing I'm I'm doing me for a bit. Do you know what I mean? Or a bit of both. Uh I don't think it's out of fear. Okay. Um 
Yeah, don't, we could do another whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you back on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, no, I've yeah. absolutely loved having you on though it's been so nice to catch up and I can't I just can't wait to see like how far you go because it's just lovely to watch it's amazing I love yeah, it likewise I can't see how I, I can't wait to see how far both of us go yeah. and like that's that you know that limitless potential and the stuff mm. that wasn't even our vision in another two years time when we get back on the podcast and yeah <laughs> and I'll have my own chat. podcast studio by then in my oh, own yes. mansion so I'll be I'll be flying around <laughs> <laughs> yes I'll be there girl <laughs> <laughs> oh, well thank you everyone for tuning in and let, let everyone know where they can find you Renee Egan Coaching, uh, so on Instagram, on Facebook, and uh, website as well. So www.reneegancoaching.com. Amazing. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. I'll catch you next time.